Only a fool would have benched Cancelo. Well, one of us did, and is feeling very yellow. We both thought the Hammers may silence Mo, and we captained others, hoping our ranks would grow. Another loss for United, a huge Burnley draw, and Spurs under Conte are preparing for war. Yet another game where Tony didn't score, he got an assist, disallowed, and we were all sore. Sod your premiums, low budgets where it's at. Vardy over Vidra, I'm afraid it's you that's the prat. With so many options, it's hard to beat the best team. We'll discuss it all on FPL Face-Off episode 16. What do you think of that as a uh, introduction, Mr. Glover? I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure. I like. I know the. I know it's competitive. This podcast. I know it's me against you in Sky and FPL. But I don't like the fact you're taking me on in poetry now. <laughs> taking on Sean Dyche. Um, yes, of course. Case. My um, <laughs> my my alter ego, Sean Dyche. Well, I um I don't know. I, I quite like I quite like um rhyming. Um, used to think of myself as a bit of a <laughs> bit of a rapper. I quite um, like rhyming. I do quite know, Rob. Yeah. So, um, Sean and Jack always step up to the plate. So it's it, it's it's my small contribution, and um, no, it was I, very I, good. Well, it's kind of you to say so. It was written very hastily while walking the dogs, uh, but a few moments ago. But never mind. Um, welcome, episode sixteen, flipping L, and um, it's been another barnstorming week. Um, if you're new to the pod, welcome. Uh, I am comedian Daniel Fitzhenry or Fitz, and I'm joined as always by fellow comedian Tom Glover. And uh, it's been it's been a game week, hasn't it? How how was it for you? Well, you know, Fitz, this podcast we, we've got a little dynamic going on where I'm I'm new to FPL. I've got a, a slight faux arrogance that I played a game with, and mm. um, I I've been ahead of you the whole time, and I, we sort of play off that. But to be honest, it's getting to a point now where I mean I'm going to have to be humble because. <laughs> I have reached dizzy heights. I'm like Icarus flying so close to the sun. I think if I continue this fair arrogance, I'm going to come crashing down at any moment. But as we as we speak, I'm currently sat at 649 old on FPL in my so, first season. So 649 in the world. Now that is that is obscene. Uh, that is an insanely <laughs> high score. And you know, obviously. Uh, well, well, perhaps um, uncultured, not uncultured, but perhaps people unfamiliar with podcasts might think, oh, wow, well, you know, Tom's just revealing this to Fitz uh, at, at this time. No, no, uh, you've kept me very abreast uh, at every moment uh, from from the kickoff on, uh, on Friday when we were gigging together. Uh, right the way through the weekend, I've had regular updates on your uh, on your rank. And why the hell not? Of course I should. Yeah. <laughs> um, mate, I'm I'm honestly that is that is a very very good rank it, well it's better than a very good rank it's an insanely good rank in the top 1000 and you've never played the game before that is bonkers well as i always say to you it's becoming my catchphrase it's all i've ever known fits so <laughs> I, I said to you week one when i was ranked in the in the high 20,000s that i was ashamed of my rank and i aim to be in the top <laughs> thousand by this point and, and here we are um, so, I mean, today, today we will be, um, I, th- I think this is a great opportunity. Potentially we might have some new listeners and, um, you know, as I say, welcome for those of you that have been with us from the beginning. Um, you know, I have never played Sky and I'm taking on Tom in that game and, and Tom is wiping the floor with me thus far in, in FPL, but, um, 
Tonight, we're going to be discussing the game week that was, and we're going to be kind of having half an eye, I suppose, on, on the international break. Um, we will be back with you for kind of a game week 12 preview uh, next week. But I think it would be remiss of us not to just kind of have perhaps a bit of a mid-season, or not mid-season, but like a, a bit of a review as to what's gone well, uh, what decisions you've made that have have catapulted you to, to that, that ranking. And you know, I'm saying that it's bizarre. How am I unhappy with my rank? Um, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm uh, again, we, we will come on to our, our teams in the details around those, but but I'm currently ranked at 54,000 in the world, which is again very, very good. Let, let's not forget there's eight and a half million players playing this game, and while some of them will be kind of zombie teams or whatever, we've still got to be incredibly happy with, with both being as high as we are. Um, and we'll, we will come on to why I'm frustrated I'm not higher, but never mind, not for now, not for now. <laughs> You're doing the podcast with the wrong person, mate. Um, to be fair, to, to, to add something, add a bit of humbleness to this podcast, I'm the expert at Sky Fantasy Football in this relationship, and I'm doing awfully in Sky. I've completely lost focus in that game because I've completely lost control of it, and I've seen my team is full of players I don't want to be there, and it's, it's so much harder to get the team you want in Sky because you don't have the wild card option. Yes, I mean, I yeah, you know, I'm I'm new to Sky, and yeah, similarly, I look at my team and I'm like, oh, good, this this is this is not what not what I want it to be at all. But um, but never mind, and we'll come on to Danny Ings and how much um, I unfortunately hate him now as as and a result me too, of that. Mate. Me too. Yes, yes. So um, so tonight's episode, as I say, we're going to have a little run through of our teams and the fixtures uh, for uh, a brief kind of, I guess, review of, of Game Week 11. We will, of course, hear from uh, our mate Jack Grealish and uh, we'll end, as always, from from Sean Dyche. Lots to um, lots to discuss. And we're very grateful to you for, for joining us as well. So. Uh, let's hear it then, mate. Let's let's start with you. Um, so, how how was your game week? And tell tell our dear listeners all about it. So, um, just just a ninety two points this week. Nice. Um, off nice. the I, know, I I bench boosted this week. I think one of the um, benefits of being an, a new a new entrant to the game is that I haven't got any of the sort of previous hang ups of being an established manager. So. Um, I know that typically you wouldn't use your bench boost until a double game week. And I think a lot of the community are holding off because of that. But this this week just seemed like a good time to play it. And my bench wasn't as strong as a lot of the benches I saw out there. There's a lot of people who had the likes of Antonio and Cancelo on the bench. And I can understand why they wouldn't bench boost, to be honest. But um, I got fortunate, really, like a lot of the people who bench boosted this week, because I had Foster as my keeper on the bench. So he got me 11 points. Livermento got me six. And then I got a one and a two from Bro, Broyer and Eduard. Um, but then on the pitch, it was my defence again, scoring all the points. Trent with 12, Reese James with seven, Cancelo with 14. Uh, Guaita is my keeper. I brought him in on wildcard. He got me six points. Havertz finally delivered. I stuck with him for the free game run. And he finally got his goal and he got me eight points. Rafinha, nine points. I captain Son. I thought... Another thing that seems to be common fault in the FPL community at the moment is to perma-captain Salah. And I think we've just been scared. I think a lot of the community was burnt when they captained Havertz the other week and Salah went off big style and it really destroyed ranks for a lot of people. 
Um, but I do, I do think there are opportunities to captain against Salah in the upcoming game weeks as well as this week just gone. It didn't work, captain in Son, but you could have easily captained a Chelsea defender like you did, and he outscored. He outscored Salah, Reese James. Uh, he could have captained Cancelo or Trent, and and you'd have been a lot better off. And I think because of the effective ownership of Salah, you can really get some big rank rises if you captain the right player. Of course, it's going to hurt you badly if Salah does go off against someone, but against West Ham, they're in form. It didn't seem to me like the sort of game where he's going to be getting two or three. No, well, we we discussed, I can't remember if we discussed it on the pod or not, but we certainly discussed, you know, uh, West Ham. They are in a tremendous run of form. And I think that we both kind of thought that it was very possible that, you know, they wouldn't, they wouldn't necessarily go off. And, and so it was proved West Ham with, with, you know, a hell of a victory and Mo with the, the solitary assist, uh, which was weird. I was quite pleased to, to have that assist. Even I was quite fearful on, on Sunday afternoon, but um, yeah, so 92 points. That's, that's not bad at all. And um, it's funny, isn't it? Because the bench boost, I mean, you sent me a message, I think, before the Watford Arsenal game, saying, "Oh, you know, I've, 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 I've messed up there. That's it hasn't gone yeah. well." <laughs> and then Ben Foster with with an eleven. Um, that's yeah, that's very, very good. I mean, very frustrating. I, I was, sorry, I was I wasn't watching the game either, I, and I, I was just checking the score, and I saw Arsenal had scored, and I thought, "Oh, great, that's my clean sheet gone." Yeah. But I was looking at my rank, my live rank, and it was going up. And I was like, "How is this possible?" And I. I checked on it and Foster had saved the penalty. And that was a huge bit of luck for anyone who bench boosted this week or anyone who had Foster come in because they had Raya who was injured. Yeah. Um, Which I do. You do need luck. You do need the luck sometimes. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. You do. And um, yeah, I, I get notifications from um, both live score and the FPL on Twitter, particularly the FPL on Twitter one, obviously it tells you who scores and who got the assist. And it popped up. There wasn't a goal. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And it was missed penalty, Obama Yang. Penalty saved, Foster. And I was just like, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, so my, my bench got a whopping 29 points this week. Um, and I did not play bench boost. And uh, that was largely in part of in, in part because I put on uh, Cancelo, first sub on my bench, who, of course, uh, went on to humiliate man united and yeah it was um it was strange thinking i think you know i i got a bit of um dog's abuse from my man united sporting friends for captain in mo against against united and on this occasion i really really felt that man united would score and and i it, it was a choice straight up choice very much wrong i was very much wrong yeah um, and it was a, it was a choice for me between Foden and Cancelo. You know, obviously I chose I chose wrong, but um, but yeah, it was it was one of those. And yeah, I'm, did I'm you fine. consider the bench boost? To be honest, I didn't. Um, I didn't consider it mainly because I I know that there's going to be times later on in the season when I think I I will like to have that chip you know so ultimately I think if you get 20 points from it that is that is definitely a success um and my Ben Foster I I knew he probably would play obviously never had a clue that he would save a penalty and you know Arsenal have have been in pretty good form so I wasn't overly confident again Cancelo would be the only one that I would have really wanted in there at one point a draft I had was he was third sub 
Um, so at least I had a <laughs> tiny bit of hope that he might be all right. But um, yeah, the other two, Huang and Duffy, you know, I, I didn't feel confident enough that they would they would deliver anything. It's it's mainly a bit down to Foster, to be honest. You know, that's that's where I I got hurt this week. But um, yeah, you, you mentioned obviously my my team, and I did captain Reese James, and. That was okay. Got seven points. I think um, you know the average captain score, um, according to the Playmaker app, at least the average captain score across the game was just over seven. So you know I got fourteen from from mine, which is is good. The majority of people would have been on Mo. So to, if basically as long as your captain outscores Mo, it's a good yeah. it's a good call. But yeah, yeah. Like Bang I said, on. if Mo four, if four Mo and a half a million people captain Mo this week, four and a half million. So, well, there you go. And if you if you don't captain him, and then he does score two or three, then suddenly I'm not 649. I'm probably 60, 70 k again. Yeah, yeah. I say again, well. never been there. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> what is what? What's your lowest rank of the season been? Then is it? Um, let me have a check. But I'm um, talk, talking about look. the bench boost. I think. I mean, I went with it this week. A few people did. I think there's going to be a lot of high bench scores in the coming weeks because yeah, our benches are so strong because there's no need for any other premium other than Salah at the moment. And no one's like jumping out saying that buy them. I First week I was at 26K and then I hovered around that going, I went down to 7K at one point and then I went up in game week seven. I went up to 46K. So that's the, the lowest, I think. So you, you said you got to... Uh... You went down to 7K, what, 27K? No, I went down to 7K in game week five. So I was in the top 10K in game week five. And then I had a couple of bad game weeks, got red arrows down to 46K or up to 46K. And then I wildcarded in game week nine when I was at 24K. And then last week went down to 7K and then this week down to 650. So it's um, the wildcard really that's taken me there. Yes, absolutely. Well, um, obviously, you know, we are but a quarter of the way through the season. So there's there's a, a long, long way to go. Um, I guess for me, when it comes to the bench boost, you know, I I know for a fact that there's going to be um, game weeks later on in the season. It's usually in the second half of the season where clubs have got FA Cup commitments or European Cup commitments. And it means that quite often you will have to squeeze in kind of double game weeks and um, the other thing with with the bench boost being as it is, you know, both our, our teams are set up with basically kind of 15 players who you could at any point pick in your team. Now, I know that sounds like an obvious thing to say, but actually there are, if you look at your early strategy, what was the name of the Watford player who literally never played? Well, that's the thing. I, I had Parika in my team yeah. for Parika. until I wildcarded. But I yeah. realise, I think at any point soon, we're going to want another premium. And then once you start getting the, the other premiums in, you're going to have to start sacrificing your bench players. And so I thought, while I've got that bench, where they're all playing and all decent options, and they mm. had good fixtures this week, I just thought I'll use it. And I got 20 points, which I think is decent. I think there may be, there'll be people out there who got more and there'll be people who will get, out, will get more in a double game week. But I think 20 yeah. points is worth it. I would agree. I'm I'm always happy. We were discussing, weren't we? Um, you know what would constitute a good, a good bench boost. And for me, it was FPL SWAT, um, who tweeted sometime in the last couple of years since I've kind of been following him, and he said, look, if you get, 
if you get 20 points from a bench boost, then that's got to be considered a success. So if it's good enough for SWAT, it's definitely good enough for me, um, for sure. But, but yeah, so well done. Very nice. Um, very nice. It must, it must be a very, very good feeling. I imagine I've, uh, it's not a height that I have scaled in all the times <laughs> I have, have played the game. I, I yeah, I, I'm, I'm buzzing about it to be honest, Fitz. And um, I'm just, I'm a bit stumped now as to what I want to do next. I don't think that's because of the position I'm in. Um, I suppose I'm happy with my team because they've been scoring well, but I, I I wanted to get Kane in for the next game week. And at the moment, I'm just not sure whether that's the right option. How, how many points did you get this week then? So I, um, considering I had 14 points um, from Cancelo on my bench and 11 from Foster, um, I've, I've done all right as well. I'm, I'm on 68 points. Um, a fair few blanks within there. Um, so Mbwemo and Tony and Vardy, nothing. Foden, three. But then the rest of the team all pretty much delivered. So um, Guaita in goal, Reese James at the back, Livramento and Trent, um, Salah, Rafinha, Smith-Rowe. Smith-Rowe's just, just been my boy. And um, although I missed out on his, his big haul and very nearly missed out again. Um, yeah, so, so 68... There is a minus four in there, so I am on minus on 64 because I took out Antonio, it was, for Tony. Um, there, there were a couple of transfers. I put in Reese James and I took out um, oh, Raya as well. So I did make three changes and that was with a view to getting Son in, but... Uh, ironic if I'd left um, I would have been better placed if I just kind of left everything and then Foster would have come in off uh, off the bench but you, you never know with these things you never know so well, yeah six, they, 64 and a, a, a decent green arrow as well and they're, they're right they're correct decisions to take like no one could have predicted the 11 points from Foster and a lot of people made the Antonio to Tony moved. Brentford have had these good fixtures. They've got Newcastle after the international break. Are you going to be sticking? Have you got Embremo as well? Do you say? I've got Embremo as well. Yeah. Um, to be Are you honest, sticking with them both? I want them both gone. Um, but they are, <laughs> yeah, it's they're very frustrating to own both of them. I think that Brentford, it's bizarre, but they're a, they seem to be a different team um, without without Raya in goal and. You know, I, I kind of almost could have called it that Norwich would have beaten them um, this weekend. It was it was one of those things that were written in the stars, I think. But yeah, you know, they're, they're not the biggest fires that I've got to put out for sure. But it's the Brentford double up doesn't look quite as appealing as, as it did uh, at, at one stage. I think they just need a goal, to be honest. You know, I think that they need a good result between them and they they may well do all right. But their, their nice run of fixtures is... Is it ended or certainly more or less? They've got, now, isn't it? they've got Newcastle next, which I'll be keeping them for Newcastle yeah. away. But then they've got Everton at home, which again could, is could a good fixture right. at the moment. Yeah. Um, they're Tottenham. Then they've got Leeds and Watford. So they have still got good fixtures. I think I'll be keeping one of them. But yeah, they just haven't quite delivered. But they're a newly promoted team. They're at five and a half and six and a half million. Like yes. we are, we are all expecting a lot from them because because they got those those goals early on that or because Mbwemo was hitting the post so much. So his, his XG was looking so good. Um, I still think they're, they're good options. And there's going to be a game in the next few weeks when they, they get a goal or two or a goal and assist. But um, well, what was, what was very frustrating 
yeah no there is you're right there isn't that many other kind of options at that price point so maybe bench fodder for a little bit i don't know but i i i won't be trusting them in my in my starting 11 i don't think while well, i've got better options so that's that's annoying norwich is the one where you would would really uh want something or expect something but yeah what was frustrating is that i was at work and kind of subtly um or so i thought listening to um to the the commentary and it popped up that there'd been a Embuemo uh, goal with an Ivan Tony assist, and I was just like, "Yeah, yes. good Finally, we all finally. had that. We all um, had that. <laughs> yeah." And then it, it was uh, it was swiftly disallowed, which was very very annoying indeed. Um, but yeah, you know, it's uh, it's one of those that they they're going to stay in my team, I think, for for a little while. I know we'll probably discuss more about our game week twelve plans in the pod next week. Um, which will be kind of recorded mid mid international break, but but yeah. So let's let's have a little um, think back to to where you are because if if we have got any new listeners, you know, and why not join the the party? Um, you know, both of us are, are doing reasonably well. I don't think it's arrogant of us to to say that. Um, and you are you're doing a bit a bit more than reasonably well. So talk us through some of your kind of key decisions um, over the course of the season, if I haven't put you on the spot too much. Um, that's fine, mate. I, I like being interviewed as one of the elite managers of the game, having played it for a grand total of 11 weeks. Uh, <laughs> so I guess let me just load up, load up my team and to see where it started. I guess the first early call that I made game week one was going with Ben Rama from the start. So Ben Rama and Antonio from the start. Yeah. Um, and obviously they were the players to have at the beginning. Um, I had Salah and Bruno in that, that opening weekend as well. Um, Lewis Dunk, I had, I, oh, of course I had the Simicast. I had Simicast in very early on for the first game week. Yeah. I, I went with that because it presented itself and I sold him for 0.1 profit and brought in Livermento when he's still at 4 million. So that was a key decision to give me the money in the bank to to build my defence with later on. I say defence, I, I play basketball. You did. So I, I sometimes say defence when I mean yeah, defence. Yeah. It was um, it was noted, don't worry. It was noted. Uh, our our but, um, NFL fans who may have inadvertently uh, still still found themselves here all of a sudden just got a mini hard on. But yeah. Of course, from our fantasy be... football face-off days. Yes. I am... Um, <laughs> I got Saar in just before his big hauls because Son Sonna got injured. So I took Son out and I bought Saar in. And so uh, he got me he got me the 15-point haul and then the nine-point haul two weeks in a row. So that was a good call. And then I wildcarded in game week nine, and that was the week that, that um Lukaku got injured. So it meant that there's a lot of price rises and falls, and I was able to build a bit of value during the wildcard. And I bought in Chilwell and James alongside Trent and Cancelo and obviously I had Livermento already and so that defence is really what's what's been pushing me up the ranks because I, I played five at the back in game week 10 I bench boosted this week so I've been getting all those defender points and that's really what's pushed me forward particularly James because he was five less than five percent owned when I got him in on wildcard he's now over 20 percent owned yeah 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 it's um so of of the two of us, I know we've kind of touched on this, but your background being Sky, you've got to plan much more with with Sky, right? So have you found that that's been helpful for you um, in, in an FPL point of view? Yeah, really plan ahead more in depth than I'm really 
accustomed to like I'm, I'm not as good at sky as i appear to be at fpl to be honest because um it's, it's very difficult to plan the individual game days and with all the changing fixtures and covering your captaincies i find it easier to look at fpl in the blocks of game weeks and i've mainly targeted the fixtures to be honest and um i've sold i sold antonio when he got red carded and i guess i've not been afraid to sell players that i've built value in and it's worked out to date so far a further away into the season well i think that that's uh that's definitely fair to say i think it has um it has worked out very well so far and yeah i'm you know i'm excited to see how how things continue to go um you know you and i have discussed um off certainly off air let's discuss it on air um those of you uh, in the kind of Twitter community, you might be familiar with Fantasy Football Fest, which is an event that I'd never heard of until recently. They had kind of a, a little gathering at the start of the season, I think, and I think there might be one in January. What are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, well, that's the sort of thing that we want to be getting involved with. We'll be going to that in January, kind of meet a few people. It's mm-hmm. um, just good to be doing this show, be, being part of the community, um, I'm enjoying the Twitter spaces that are on the moment. I do a lot of late night driving back from gigs. I listen to a lot of Twitter spaces. There's a lot of information out there. There's information overload, really, for fantasy yeah. football, or FPL in particular. But um, I like it. It gives me something to um, to think about rather than the serious things in life. Absolutely. Absolutely. I remember we, um, funnily enough, when we, we had um, regular listeners will remember uh, a brief section we had with a fellow comedian who could not care less about uh, fantasy football and uh, we all gigged together on on Friday night and um, if I may say so all did very well it was um it was a jolly good gig <laughs> but yeah I think um you know it is a nice uh, is a nice release and and there is a hell of a lot of information out there but I think the big thing to to remember um advice if you like is that it's also really important to kind of go with your go with your gut you know you're playing the game for you you're playing the game that you want to play it the way that you want to play it I should say and um yeah it's as I say isn't going too badly so far for either of us if if I'm honest you know I'm how can I be how can I be unhappy I'm at 58k or 54k um which is 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 very very good it's good good for a beginner such as yourself (laughs) I want to say something mean (laughs) I <laughs> uh, see the dynamic doesn't work now so I'm doing too well if I, I I needed at this point to be falling but that will come the time will come I can't get a green arrow next next game week surely well I mean that's that's the thing obviously you you know your bench boost has has been used so that's one chip one chip down um but but it's been used and it's been used successfully there's I think we'd probably be having a, a different conversation um even if say Ben Foster hadn't saved that penalty, you know, and he was on for like a two pointer, you'd still be doing very well by virtue but of that would have not... been wasted. Yeah. But then, <laughs> but then all of a sudden you're, yeah. So it's, it's fine margins. And as you say, you've, you've got to have that little bit of luck, but equally you've got to have the cojones to kind of take, take that call when most people I think would, would normally use the chip in a, in a different way, but who's and to say what I wrong? have, I have recently had a vasectomy, but I've still got those cojones. You do. You do indeed, yes. And, they they uh, don't work anymore, but they're, they're both there. The factory has been deactivated, but there's still a lot of stock <laughs> to get rid of. 
<laughs> nice what a that's what a, what a lovely way to end what has been a wonderful first section so um uh, let's <laughs> let's let's have a very brief break and we will be back with you in just a moment thank you for listening to the fpl face-off pod just to let you know it's not too late to join our mini leagues if you'd like to join the fpl league the code is h-a-d-u-o-w that's all lowercase and to join the sky fpl face-off cup the code is 9736956 and of course if you're not following us on social media why not we're at fpl face-off laters So it is that time of the week where one of my favourite parts of the episode, I think it's time to hear from our mate Jack. Now, what have all been up to? The Jack Grealish Diaries. Dear Diary, this week I've been very busy filming the Christmas advert for Sports Direct with my England friend Declan Royce. We've only been playing together for England for a few months, but I used to play alongside him back when we were both Irish. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was I was honoured to be asked to take part in the advert as I've been shoplifting from Sports Direct ever since I was a little boy <laughs> I'm not saying that Mike Ashley is taking the piss but Newcastle fans spent 14 years begging him to spend his money and the second he leaves he signs me and Declan Royce to flog some Lonsdale trackies in a Christmas ad when you... <laughs> When your owner signs a better midfield for his TV adverts than he does for your Premier League side, you know you're in trouble. I was pleased to have been (laughs) selected by him, though, as I know he has a keen eye for good acting talent. The rumour has it he was the one responsible for getting John Joe Shelby the role of the evil wizard in the Harry Potter films. (laughs) It was not such a good week on the pitch, though, as I was dropped for my first experience of the Manchester Derby. It was great to watch from the sidelines, though, the managerial battle between Pep Guardiola, who has managed the likes of Barcelona and Bayern Munich, trying to pit his wits against Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, who has managed European giants such as Mould and Cardiff City. (laughs) I do feel sorry for Ole, though, as I don't see him lasting much longer in this job. But I put in a word with Mike Ashley, and he promises that next year Ole can be an elf in the Christmas ad. (laughs) Lighters, <laughs> very, nice. very nice, and and good, good of Jack Grealish to ignore the kind of inter intercity rivalry, um, and and put in a good word for for dear old Ollie when it comes to Christmas yeah. next year. Well, he's not; he's new to it, isn't he? He doesn't know the, the tension between the two clubs, and of course, Manchester United aren't so much of a rival anymore, are they? They're just a all right. Boy. Well, um, I think it's time to uh, time to move on. And <laughs> uh, thank you to Jack, as always, for for getting in touch with us. We do appreciate it. As regular listeners will know, whenever we hear from Jack, that is normally followed by a uh, update on the more than mo. Uh, that will, of course, be back next week as we make our predictions for uh, the following game week. So tune in next week to see if anyone got more than mo, or if you're really, really desperate to to know, listen back to last week's pod, and uh, you will be able to work it out. You little geniuses, you. Um. So. Uh, Let's let's have a little chat about Sky Fantasy Football then, mate. Um, uh, while I load myself uh, up, as it were, how did you get on? 
Oh, mate, I'd rather talk about FPL again, to be honest. I'm <laughs> not great. There was a period a few weeks back when I was in the top thousand. I was about 590, I think. But yeah. my team is just, I haven't got the right defenders in. I've got Rudiger and Mendy representing Chelsea, which has helped a bit. But really, you you want you want Shearwell and you want Reese James, you want Cancelo who I haven't got. I've got Van Dyke who's not getting the passing bonus that you used to get. Yeah. Um, the thing that's hit me is that usually in the Sky game, it's the central defenders you want because they're more consistent with their passing bonus. But this year, the attacking wingbacks, especially at Chelsea, have just been getting so many assists, goals and assists that they're they're heavily outscoring the defend the central defenders. The centre backs, and so a bit more, bit more FPL, like weirdly, it's, it, isn't it is more like <clears throat> FPL. You usually avoid the wing backs, and yeah, so it's I'm struggling really to get my team back to where I want it to be. And because I've got limited transfers, I'm already down to 29 transfers remaining. Right, it's okay. going to be difficult to get back there. I have now got Salah back in the team at last, which I'm happy with, and my midfield's okay. So I've got Conor Gallagher, I've got Yuri Tillemans and Rafinha now alongside Huang. I'm happy with that midfield, but. Yeah, I, I need. I, I want to get Cancelo in the side. I, I probably need to change Van Dyke for possibly um, Diaz or Trent or Cancelo. And so, yeah, I'm. I've dropped to one thousand nine hundred and forty-one in the rankings. I got fifty-seven points, which I think is a poor game week. And I, ha- of course, I, as well, I bought Danny Ings in for the two two fixtures, the cap- captaincy fixtures, and he was out for both of them. So it was a completely wasted transfer there. <laughs> yeah. so I've got a lot of planning to do during the international break. How about yourself? Yes. Well, um, I didn't think I had a, a particularly good one, but it, it feels like I might have had a slightly better one now. Um, similar to yourself, you know, I don't have the, uh, I don't have the best squad. There's a lot of players I'd like to change. Rudiger, um, Duffy, I do have Diaz, I do have Mendy in goal. Um, Conor Gallagher for me has been something of a saviour. Um, I've uh, captain Conor Gallagher, um, and so my weekly, my total points were seventy four this week. Um, I am ranked at two thousand and fifty three, so you know it's not it's not brilliant, but I do have thirty two transfers remaining. So, yeah, definitely going to have a little bit of a think over the coming week. And we will, of course, kind of um, touch on our plans for the uh, for the kind of next few weeks on next week's pod. But um, you're, yeah, you're 100, you're 100 places behind me with free extra transfers. So really, you're, you're ahead of me, really. Um, OK, once you get those use those transfers. So you're, you're doing very well. Um, what is your what's your what's your team? So we've got Mendy in goal, um, Diaz, Rudiger, Duffy, Gallagher, Rafinha, Huang, Foden, Antonio, Salah, and wasted transfer Ings. So um, I'll definitely be making a transfer next week, that's for sure. Um, but I mean, it feels like it's an okay position to be in. So I, I will probably realistically be doing a couple of things. Um, again, we'll touch on this next week, but I'm not afraid to certainly... Um, take out one or two of my defenders so I might swap Rudiger try and get in a Reese James or um, a Cancelo depending on who's got kind of better fixtures and then I'll also be looking to to change Ings to someone there's there's money there to potentially look at someone like Kane um, so yeah we'll we'll you'll, certainly... need, you'll need to get Duffy out as well I think because I think Duffy's going to lose his place in the team after the yes. international break 
So yeah. um, the good thing though with Sky is there's no price rises, so you can you can just relax for the break and come back and look at it the day before, even on the day of the game, because the deadline runs up until the first kickoff. So after exactly. the international break, the first game back after the international break will be um, Leicester Chelsea twelve thirty on Saturday the twentieth. So you'll be able yeah, to see those yeah. Chelsea, that Chelsea team. So if you want to bring in some Chelsea defenders, then um, that's that's the time to do it. I think so. Yeah, I think um, you know Cancelo is. It's funny how these these things are always kind of cyclical, aren't they? But yeah, I think Cancelo is the the man of the moment at the moment. Reese James is still still doing really well. But yeah, it, it feels good. You know, I could I could make three transfers quite comfortably and hopefully change the look of the team for the next three or four um, game weeks, which is is what it's all about. And then. You know, I, I, we say, obviously, oh, we're a long way away from thinking about festive fixtures and things like that. But actually, ne- next time we speak, um, I will, or next time there's a game, uh, I will nearly be another year older and it will be very, very close to all those kind of festive fixtures. What, we're not going to do another podcast for a year? Um, <laughs> uh, I'll be, <laughs> is I'll that be... how badly it's going for you? No, no, no. It's um, I'm delighted. This is this is one of the best decisions I think we've ever made. Um, starting this pod, uh, you know, we we discussed it a very long time ago, as 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 mentioned on the first episode. But yeah, no, I I love it, and uh, I think that we're in we're in good shape. I'm really enjoying the Sky game. Uh, I don't give it as much attention as as FPL, if I'm honest. But um, you know, I I still really want to do well, and while I don't have the brain power um my brain doesn't work in spreadsheets as as such so i i am a bit more of a kind of uh, gut feel manager um but i do love the fact that you have to be a little bit more tactical with it so yeah, yeah I, mean, I do do the brett spreadsheets and i've taken the time to plan and you're still doing a lot better than me so it's that, that's the way the cookie crumbles that is the way the, the cookie, cookie crumbles. crumbles indeed um but i'm yeah so, i see what you mean though it is it's slightly less dynamic than the FPL game because in a, I think the price rises make a huge difference because in FPL, you can really build your team value. You can you can jump on players when they're underpriced. You can you can sell players when they've taken a rise and you think they're going to lose their form. Um, with Sky, you don't have that. You know the players are always going to be there. You can, you can always chop and change them around. And so yeah, it yeah. does make it slightly more static than the FPL game. Very much, yeah. I think um, what's... What's interesting, you know, those little kind of nuances, the the there's so much with FPL that the first God knows how many years I played it, I, I just didn't really consider at all. It was just the kind of thing that I I would either remember to do my team or, or not. And then over the last couple of years, certainly as as I guess it's become a bit more competitive, it's become a bit more interesting um to to me. There's maybe that has kind of um coincided with a a lot more content you know there's a lot of information out there you mentioned those twitter spaces and stuff and um and we are now in that sphere which again i'm bloody delighted by so long may it continue oh, so so shall we have a little um I, I don't want to miss this this week shall we have a little look at our um leaderboards in our mini leagues let's yes um so uh i will um <laughs> I will read out the Sky one, and I'm sure that you would love to read out the FPL one. Um, so for the FF Face-Off Cup, we'll go with the um, go with the top 10. Um, we've got, good to be back, Aaron Alton uh, at 10. Buccaneers with Glenn Murray in ninth. 
uh, Up High Darlow in eighth by Ryan Welsh. Sandra Heal with S and One in seventh. Um, Aya Fuka two. Uh, I think that's how I pronounce that in sixth with Christopher Sharkey. Um, Mark Brown in fifth with FC Didar. Sky Kangaroo, Kian McKenna um, in fourth. In third, we've got Didar FC with Mark Brown. Um, and then the two at the top have not changed. Uh, they are Norman Conquest with Mark Daniels in second. And Gilfie's six offenders, Jack Ladbrook, who has been out in front for a little while now. Um, so looking at that, uh, that's at Gilfie's six offenders is at 1,095 points. I'd love to see how many transfers uh, he has used, but I'm not able to do so. Um, but I am back on uh, 970 points in 31st 31th position, 31st <laughs> position. Um, and you are I'm three 30th. points ahead of me. Yeah, there we That's go. Three points ahead of you on 30, but again, three tra- more transfers used. So you'd imagine with three extra transfers, you could make up those three points. One would hope I think so. every transfer you, you're looking to make, I think it's 20 points on a transfer. So you should be way ahead of me, really. Good, good. The FPL table for the Fantasy Football Face-Off Cup. That was our old name, of course. It should now be called the FPL Face-Off Cup. But you live and learn. I, can change, I don't know if I can change it, but I will try. I don't think we can. We do... Um, we do the top five. Uh, in, in fifth place, it's Lewis Bastion, Bastion United. Yeah, he got 61 points this week. Uh, in third place, Bielsa Ball, Aaron Jackson with 68 points this week, up to 785. He is tied with Alex Walsh, Jigsaw. Uh, in second place, this this guy or girl has been top of our leaderboard since we started. It's Mabu Braut with the Jurgenauts. Uh, they, they only got 55 points this week, though, so they have been leapfrogged to the top of the league by a little-known um, lad called Tom Glover, FPL face-off number one in the Fantasy Football Face-Off Cup taking his rightful position so it means you will not have to buy a replica shirt for anyone at the end of the season if you can (laughs) retain that place and if i if i I do i'm going to be treating myself to a tino livramento southampton shirt nice what a baller what a baller yeah well that's you know that's where you want to be so very very well done um shout out to to lewis bastian as well who um bastian united in fifth place uh one of my boys and um yeah he's he's having a very good season as well so um, it's it's very impressive, very impressive stuff, mate. And um, what's what's really good? Both of us changed our our name of our team to um, FPL Face Off um, Pod or FPL Face Off. And you are flying high in lots of mini leagues, um, lots of quite influential mini leagues. So it's really good to to get our name our name out there. And yeah, as I say, if if you're enjoying the pod and and you think some of your friends might enjoy it, then please do share the love. And uh, yeah, well well done to you again, mate. Really impressive. I'm, maybe one day soon, someone may even send us a question. It could happen. We may get a question from a member of the community. Now, now I'm in the top one case, surely we get a question. Exactly, exactly. Well, I think, the, yeah, we, we will um, be a bit more proactive in searching out questions. I think that that's important as well. Um, so well, we will... I always believe in letting the questions come to us. Don't force nice. the questions. How do, <laughs> how do people how do people get in touch, though, Fitz, if they wanted to ask a question? Very smooth, sir. Very smooth. So um, on Twitter, we are simply at FPL Faceoff, um, and our email address uh, unchanged is ffaceoffpod at gmail.com. 
do let us know. Do get in touch with us there. We'd love to hear from you. Um, as I say, we will be recording. We normally record this on a Monday night. So after the game week has just gone and we'd love to hear from you uh, anytime. Do do get in touch. Cool. Well, I think it's time now for our, our shout out section. I, I believe it's my turn to do a shout out this week. It is indeed. Yes. Um, good. I've got someone this week who um, I, I really wanted to shout out for the last couple of weeks. And his name is Luke Jurdy. He is part of the Triple Captain podcast, and he has been releasing some spoken word reports of the game week. I don't know what you'd call them. Spoken word performances. I, I saw this. Game for, week. Yeah, I saw this for the first time today. Amazing! What a good, um, uh, yeah, what a good time to shout out. Yeah, he's apparently a, um, a former Hollyoaks actor. Um, Sorry, Luke, I haven't watched Hollyoaks since I was in, in university. I've now got young children. The Hollyoaks on the bus is not there as a Sunday morning treat as it once was. But, um, <laughs> I'm sure I would have enjoyed your work if I was 10 years younger. And um, But he is he's just started doing these spoken word reports on the game week. And it's, it's a great addition. It's a bit like um, FPL Pig's song of the game week. It's a, it's a positive influence in the community, which I'm sure will be full of um, boredom this international break, um, where often some arguments do spark. But yes. um, Luke Jurdy, part of the Triple Captain uh, podcast, and um, I, I've got to give him a shout out because he'll probably be mentioning me this week because I'm top of their mini league. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> uh, the people who are listening to this, which is all of you, um, you won't be able to see Tom's beaming smile, but I can see it. And uh, I'm, I'm very proud. Lovely. Well, that's um, that's another I'm great a proud dad. A proud dad indeed. Yeah. Oh, wonderful stuff. So to be fair, to be fair, this podcast is you teaching me how to play FPL and me teaching mm. you how to play Sky. And We're so both very I, good you teachers. are my Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we can both be proud, Daniel Sun, um, of, of how we're getting on. So uh, excellent stuff. So as we wind down uh, another episode, we will, of course, be back next week. Uh, it wouldn't be an episode of the FPL Face-Off pod uh, and, unless we heard from Mr. Sean Dyche. Triple up on Chelsea. Havertz is playing OOP. Burnley at home up next. They'll score a minimum of three. But we ain't canaries down a mine or magpies blinded by Saudi gold. We're hard men who bleed claret and we don't do what we're told. We may be bottom three, but Burnley's never your easy match. We fight, we foul, we lump it long where everyone's rough patch. One win in 11 isn't great, but a point at the bridge is a sign. Forget your Canes and Ronaldos, it's now Matty Vidra time. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> I'm not a poetry master. I'm not, not like I'm an FPL master anyway. Um, but <laughs> the line, we ain't canaries down a mine or magpies blinded by Saudi gold, I think is a thing of beauty. That should be studied in university. It, it should. It won't be, and quite rightly, but but it should be. Um, <laughs> it's wasted on this podcast, if I'm honest. I, I, I don't know if there's any money in poetry, but if anyone's listening who, who could use me and my lyrical mind, then please get in touch. I fully expect that we will get as many emails as we normally do um, after your, your little shout out there, my friend. Um, <laughs> oh, good. Well, uh, it's, it's been a pleasure. We will be back next week. Well done to you again, mate. Very proud. And, um, thank you, mate. and well done to you. You do have a very you. good rank. I, I do. Um, it does sound patronising, but it is a good rank. <laughs> I mean, we were both it's... would have been happy. In the, we wanted to be top 1%. You're top 1%. I just happen to be top 0.01%. Yeah, yeah, you do. Well done. Um, but <laughs> uh, so we'll be back next week. Thank you once again to, for listening to um, FPL Face Off. Uh, my name is Fitz. 
And my name is Tom. We'll see you next week. Laters. Laters. Laters.